0: Hey, what's up? My name is Christopher Page and I'm Just Some Guy Talking and this is my podcast. So if you're checking it out, thank you very much. Really appreciate the support and hopefully you'll enjoy some of the other things I talk about today. So today's topic is grief and the topic is called or the segment is called Good Grief. Now there is a character in the Peanuts comic strip and I believe it was Charlie Brown, but I'm not sure. I probably should have looked that up before I mentioned this, but this one character would always say good grief as an exclamation when something happened and somehow that thought came into my head about that statement and grief is something that i'm thinking about right now because winter is a time that for me while it's a holiday time for a lot of people and time that people think about families and presents and friends and warmth and being nice to people i didn't grow up celebrating any of the secular holidays. But for me, winter always was a time that families still did get together because people were off for Christmas vacation and all of those things. So even if I didn't observe the general holidays, there was still time for family. So it is a time that reminds me of family as well. My mom died in December. My dad died in March. My dad's been gone for 16 years. My mom will be gone uh, in four for four years in a couple of weeks. So add to that, and this is not to make my grief better or worse than anybody else's, I'm just giving context. My mom's demise was a little bit slower in the three months or so before she passed. Every other day there was a kind of a scare that that was going to be the day. This was going to be the day. So there was a lot of little bumps in the road toward that. Where it caused a lot of anxiety and tension. Every phone call that I got, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I wasn't sure what anyone was going to tell me. If they were related to me and calling me, I was scared. With my father, my father was in a coma for the last 10 days before he passed. And to see one of the strongest men you've ever seen in your life in a coma. And not knowing what that meant. Not knowing, obviously I knew intellectually what that meant. But not knowing what the future was going to bring. What I find is that when those anniversaries arise, my body, my mind, my spirit relives it. And it's not as intense each year. It takes shape differently. Sometimes I'm more irritable. Sometimes I'm more emotional. Sometimes I'm more distant. But I realized as I was going through the process of grieving my dad and then also with my mom, that I was looking for comfort from people in my life thinking that because my parent died and because that time was coming up, somehow I deserved people's support. And while I don't think I don't deserve support, there was a combination of my feeling like it should be natural for people to support me and help me through this time, And other people's natural reaction to grief. Eventually, even though I hadn't really pieced it together, the mantra that I have about F Everybody, and if you haven't heard that, that's a different podcast, it's not anything risque, it's just five methods that all happen to start with the word F, (laughs) or the letter F that I use when I have a negative interaction with somebody or some type of contention with another person or an idea or an organization. So even though I hadn't necessarily put those into words at that point, I started to realize that I needed to take care of my emotional health, my mental health, and deal with my grief. And that I could not rely on anybody to support me. So I just decided to stop even looking for it. Stop desiring it. And then I started taking control. And now I know when those times come up, I will tell the people that need to know, Hey, listen, the next couple of weeks, the next few days, it's around the anniversary. I don't need anything from you. But I do need you to respect my space. So if I need to walk out of the room, if I need to disconnect, that's what I'm going to do doesn't mean anything you did was wrong and I need you to just be normal I need you to give me my space and I need you to let me take care of me and that was probably one of the most freeing moments of my life because I know for me I've dealt with the need or the desire to be understood the desire to be validated by other people the desire to have comfort from other people until I started to realize that everyone is different. And you know, it's sort of like if you look at silverware, you're not going to cut a steak with a spoon, right? So don't pick up a spoon and expect to cut a knife. I'm sorry. Expect to cut a steak. The reason I say that is because different people in our lives have different abilities. They are different things to us. Sometimes we don't identify them. What I started to do is identify people in my life. There are a couple of people in my life that I can say to them, listen, the anniversary of my mom's death is coming up. I need to do something different. Would you join me? Sure. Because I know that that person has the potential to be a comforter, has the emotional intelligence to not be weirded out if I start crying or if I seem a little withdrawn. I also know the people in my life that can't handle that, that are not natural consolers and comforters. It doesn't mean that they don't care about you. It doesn't mean that they don't feel bad for you. And it's not that I need anyone to feel bad for me. I don't need anyone's pity. But some people are just not as emotionally available for anyone, and that's fine. What I started to realize that it was unfair for me to expect someone who doesn't have that ability to do that for me. Because again, it's like trying to cut a steak with a spoon. So now I figured out all the people in my life and what their abilities are. And instead of being frustrated that I'm not getting certain support from a certain person a certain family member, a certain friend, I now know the people that I need to be around at this point when I'm dealing with the anniversaries of my grief and celebrating the memories of my family. And I know the other people that I can go to when it's time to have a party, when it's time to laugh. And sometimes that could be the same person. Sometimes that's not. I had to also realize that I am not the comforter, even though I am pretty much inclined to try to help people and be a comforter. I'm not always a comforter either. I'm not always a consoler to every single person in my life. And realizing that, I started to realize that there was nothing wrong with realizing that not everybody is everything to everyone. Because that would be a heavy plate. And then we would all be the same. And life would be pretty boring. So... That's my thought on good grief. I hope that that might be a little bit helpful to someone because I realize that we as humans, especially men, but in general, we as humans don't speak about grief enough. We speak about it when someone passes and maybe like a week or so after that. But a lot of times friends and family don't check in on those anniversaries because crazily enough, they have their own lives, right? So I hope that Maybe this could be of help to someone else because it definitely helped me. So I'm Christopher Page. I'm Just Some Guy Talking. And I hope you have a great day. Do something that makes you smile. And hopefully you can do something that makes someone else smile. Take care.